وَعِنَّهُمْ and with them will be قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِ قَاصِرَاتُ ones who limit الطرف the glance their gazes meaning women who limit their gazes and these women how are they عِينٌ عِينٌ plural of the word عِينَا and عِينَا عينيانون is someone who has large, beautiful, wide eyes. Attractively wide eyes. Okay, this is عينا. So عينون. Earlier we learned about the azwaj of the people of hell. And here we learn about the azwaj of the people of Jannah. How are they? قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْف Now many times when women especially, or even men actually, when they come across these verses, I don't know if men actually feel angry, but maybe they pretend to be angry. But women, they get offended. Okay? That why are women described in such a way? Don't be offended. This is human nature. Okay? This is something that people like. Come on. Don't women try so hard to magnify their glasses, make them appear large by the makeup that they do? Right? Because large, wide eyes, right? I mean, they are attractive. They are beautiful. So be happy here. You should be happy. قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِعِينَ Earlier, remember I told you that no one will be single in Jannah. Right? There's no singles in Jannah. Everyone will have a spouse. So, إِنَّهُ قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِعِينَ Now, this is interesting. Why are the women limiting their glances? Limiting, because the word قَاصِرَات is from قَصِر. Right? And قَصِر is to restrict, to shorten. صَلَاتُ الْقَصِر The shortened prayer. Right? So, why will they restrict their glances. And what are they restricting their glances to in the first place? They're restricting their glances to who? To their spouses. Why? Why are they restricting their glances to their spouses? Because the men also will be so handsome that their wives will not have to look at anybody else. They'll be fascinated by the beauty of their husbands. You understand? When something is so beautiful, your eyes get fixed over there. When you go to a store and you're looking for a nice dress, until you found the one that you like, are your eyes wandering around everywhere? Everywhere. Here, there, here, there. Everywhere. But then once you find the right dress, then what happens? Your eyes are fixed on that dress. But if you're not 100% sure, you have it in your hand, you're walking towards the cash, but then you're still looking. Did I miss something? Did I miss something? But if you're 100% satisfied with that dress that you've picked up, you're not even going to bother to look at anything else because what you've got is so perfect, you love it. So, عِنَّهُمْ قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِعِينَ This is showing firstly the beauty of the women. Because they themselves are in. And secondly, the beauty of their husbands also. Because they are so beautiful that they will not have to look at anybody else. And here there are women who complain, what about the beauty of men in Jannah? Well, they will be beautiful. I mean, handsome. Right? Whatever you want to call it. So, إِنَّهُمْ قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِعِينَ Another reason is, restricting their glances, meaning, almost shy to look up. Okay, Almost shy to look up. It is as if this is hinting at, that romance which will forever be alive. Okay? Because what happens is that husband and wife, initially when they marry, they're a little, you know, romantic. Okay? And then 
gradually over time that romance it dies out. So قاصرات الطرف Restricting their glances as if shy Because that romance will forever be alive Because people in Jannah will only grow in their beauty We learn for instance Yawmul Jum'ah will be Yawmul Mazid The day of increase The day of the meeting with Allah And then as people will return to their families Their families will say you are even more beautiful So people will never get bored of each other in Jannah. That's the lesson here. There's no boredom in Jannah. There's only ever increasing enjoyment and love and romance and, and happiness and joy. وَعِنْدَهُمْ قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِعِينَ كَأَنَّهُنَّ And now the beauty of the women especially, كَأَنَّهُنَّ As if they were بَيْضٌ بَيْض Plural of the word بَيْضَ okay. بَيْضَ Bayadad is used for the egg of an ostrich. Okay? And the egg of an ostrich is, it's not really white, it's not really brown, it's kind of pinkish in its color. Alright? Pinkish in its color. Maknoon, well protected, sheltered, kaf noon noon. Okay? Well protected, sheltered, concealed. Now, think about it, eggs in a nest, concealed. Okay. Firstly, their color is so perfect, it's so beautiful. And then when they're concealed, what does it mean? That there's no dust on them, no dirt on them, no scratch on them, no crack on them, no blemish on them, no stain on them. And this is referring to the appearance, the skin of the women of Jannah. كَأَنَّهُنَّ بَيْضٌ مَكْنُونَ So beautiful that there will be no Stains, marks, scratches, nothing like that on their skin. Perfect, smooth, delicate, soft complexions. You see, the more beautiful something is, the more delicate and fragile it is. Isn't it? Maknoon, it's showing sheltered. Sheltered why? Because of their beauty, to preserve their beauty. Okay? An example is being given to describe the beauty of the women of Jannah, their physical beauty. Because the more beautiful something is, the more valuable it is, the more protection it needs. Because it's delicate. You don't just give it to a child. You don't just leave it outside. Right? Pearls or jewelry or anything like that. How do you keep it? Women know really well. And if we don't cover it, if we don't protect it, what happens to it? It gets dirty, it gets scratched. So كَأَنَّهُنَّ بَيْضٌ مَكْنُونَ As if they were delicate, well-protected eggs. Okay? And this is referring to the perfection, the color, the delicateness, the smoothness. فَأَقْبَلَ And as they're sitting, the people of Jannah, what will happen? فَأَقْبَلَ So he will turn, approach, بَعْضُهُمْ Some of them, عَلَى بَعْضٍ To others. Meaning they will turn to each other, يَتَسَاءَلُونَ They will ask each other. Now the people of Jannah in paradise as they're sitting, mutaqabilin, alright, and they are enjoying the luxuries of Jannah, what will happen? They will turn to each other, asking each other about their experiences in the life of the world. So what's your story? And what's your story? And what happened? And what happened with you? Because there's no work to do, right? In Jannah. So people will talk to each other. Fill me in. What happened? Right. How was your life? What happened? 
Because in the world, they were busy working. They were busy trying. They were working really hard to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they didn't have time to even touch base with each other. So in Jannah, they will ask each other. And while they are talking, one of them will remember something. What will he remember? Qala, he will say, Qailun, a speaker, minhum from them. What will he say? Inni, indeed I, kana, he was, leave for me, qarinun, a companion. Meaning, I used to have a companion. I used to have a friend. Qareen. Qareen from the root letters, qafranun. And qarana is to connect, to join together. Alright? And it is said that the word Quran is from the same root, qarana. One pronunciation is Quran and not Quran. And Quran is from qafranun, qarana to join, because in the Quran, all Matters that are of benefit to people are joined. So he would say, I used to have a qareen, meaning one, a companion, a close companion who is connected to you through your work, your hobby, or the time that you share. From the same root is the word qarn, which is used for a century or a generation. So qareen is someone with whom a qarn has been spent, meaning a long time has been spent. Companion. Yaqulu, he would say, being that friend of mine would say to me, Aindaka? What? Indeed you? Laminan musaddiqeen? Surely amongst those who believe? He would ask me, do you really believe? Do you really believe that there is a God? Do you really believe in Allah? Do you really believe in the hereafter? Do you really believe in the Prophet ﷺ? Do you really believe in the Qur'an? He used to say that to me. أَإِنَّكَ لَمِنَ الْمُصَدِّقِينَ And then he would cast doubts in me. He would say, Ah, what? إِذَا when مِتْنَا We have died. وَكُنَّا تُرَابًا And we have turned into dust. وَعِرَامًا And bones. أَإِنَّا لَمَدِينُونَ Are we going to be recompensed? مَدِينُونَ Plural of the word Madin. And Madin from the root letter is Dal Yanun. Dain, what is Dain? Loan. A loan has to be returned. And from this is Deen, recompense. Meaning what a person does, the recompense is given to him. But he is returned for his actions. So he would say to me that, أَإِذَا مِتْنَا وَكُنَّا تُرَابًا وَعِظَامًا أَإِنَّا لَمَدِينُونَ And as they will be conversing, قَالَ he will say, who? An angel, or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, هَلْ أَنْتُمْ هَلْ would أَنْتُمْ you مُطَّلِعُونَ Wants to look. Would you care to look? Would you like to look? Would you like to have a look? مُطَّلِعُونَ Plural of the word مُطَّلِعُ طَلَعَ To rise. And from this, اِطَّلَعَ Is to look into something. Because in order to have a good look at something, you have to look at it from from above. Or from a height at least. So, هَلْ أَنْتُمْ مُطَّلِعُونَ Would you care to look? Would you like to see? Will you look down? Meaning look down. So what will happen? فَطَّلَعَ So this person who's talking about this friend of his, back in the world, who used to make fun of his belief, and who used to question him about his faith, this believer in Jannah, فَطَّلَعَ He will look down. And when he will look down, فَرَآهُ 
So he will see him. He will see who? His disbelieving friend from the world. Where will he see him? Fi in sawa'il jahim In the midst of hellfire. He will be shown his qareem in the midst of hellfire. Qala, the person in Jannah, he will say, Tallahi, by Allah, in indeed, kitta, you almost, laturdini, surely you destroyed me. You almost destroyed me. Kitta, kada, kaf waudal, to be at the verge of, to almost do something. So you almost destroyed me. Turdini from the root letters radalia, rada to perish, to be destroyed, and irda is to destroy something else. So you almost ruined me. You made fun of my faith so much, you questioned me so much that I almost left it. But I didn't. It was Allah's favor on me that I clung to my faith. So today I am here and you are there. Walawla, and if it was not, Ni'matu Rabbi, the blessing of my Lord, Lakuntu, surely I would have been minal muhdarin amongst those who are brought. Brought where? In the punishment. Notice, he doesn't give credit to himself. He gives credit to who? Allah. That it's Allah's favor on me. That I kept my faith. Ni'matu Rabbi. It was His grace to me in giving me faith. It wasn't my intelligence. Because there are so many reasons because of which a person could easily lose his faith. So it's only Allah's favor on a person because of which his faith is safe and secure. He says, muhdarin." I would have been amongst those who are brought in the punishment. In Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 43, we learn, وَقَالُوا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ الَّذِي هَدَانَا لِهَذَا The people when they will enter Jannah, they will say, all praise to Allah who guided us to this. وَمَا كُنَّا لِنَهْتَدِيَ لَوْلَا أَنْ هَدَانَ اللَّهِ We would never have been guided had Allah not guided us. It's truly, entirely Allah's favor on us. And then the person will say, the person in Jannah, he will say, Afama, Ah, what? Fama, then not. Nahnu we, bi mayyitin, at all ones who die. Mayyitin, plural of the word mayyit. Who is mayyit? One who dies. Afama, nahnu bi mayyitin. What? There's no death now, we're not gonna die? Upon realizing the great blessing of Allah, he will wonder, he will ask himself, and this question is a rhetorical question. He's basically mentioning the favor of Allah. That wow, there's no death now. It'll hit him now. You know, this realization will come. There's no death. I'm in Jannah and there's no death. Illa except al ula, Our first mawtah. Mawta, maut. What does maut mean? Death. And this is referring to the death after the life of this world. That first death is gone. Al-Ula, the first one. وَمَا نَحْنُ بِمُعَذَّبِينَ وَمَا and not نَحْنُ بِمُعَذَّبِينَ At all wants to be punished. Now, we're in Jannah. Death has been slaughtered. It's finished. There's no dying now. There's no death now. And there's no punishment now. Meaning for people who are in Jannah. So he will say this out of sheer delight, out of sheer amazement. 
out of this realization that, wow, I finally made it. Allah says, in هَذَا Indeed this, لَهُوَ الْفَوْزُ الْعَظِيمُ Surely this is the great achievement. Only this is the great achievement. Nothing but this. What is the great achievement? That a person makes it to Jannah. He survives the fitting of this world and he makes it to Jannah by the blessing of his Lord. لِمِثْلِ هَذَا Allah says, لِمِثْلِ هَذَا For the likes of this, for the likes of what? This reward, this eternal reward, when there is no death, no punishment, for the likes of this, فَلْيَعْمَلِ الْعَامِلُونَ Should the workers work? فَلْ فَصُ لَمْ سَاكِنْ is for? Should. Meaning, then he should work. Who should work? الْعَامِلُونَ Those who work. Meaning, those who are striving, those who are working, those who want something, this is what they should aim towards. What is the goal that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for us in this ayah? لِمِثْلِ هَذَا What is this? Jannah. That is the goal. So hold on to this goal and don't give up no matter what trial comes your way. No matter what difficulty comes your way. لِمِثْلِ هَذَا فَلْيَعْمَلِ الْعَامِلُونَ Two friends together in the world, قَرِينَ Sharing a qarn, a generation, a long time with each other. And both will end up in a different place. Why? Because one has faith and the other does not. And it's amazing that the one who does make it a Jannah, he was criticized for his faith by his closest friends, by the people who were so close to him, by the people who were near him. But did he leave his faith? Did he compromise on his faith just because others were making fun of it? No, he didn't. And this is the goal that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us. You know, iman is one of the greatest blessings that a person can get. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the blessings of this dunya, worldly blessings to everybody, those whom He loves and also those that He does not love. But He gives iman to only those servants whom He loves. Because iman is the greatest treasure this is why it is attacked the most. Because where does the thief come? Where? Where there is treasure. Isn't it? So it's iman that is under attack most. And just as any other precious thing that we have in this world, we have to guard it, we have to take care of it, lest somebody come and try to take it away from us. When it comes to our house, we have an alarm system, we punch in the code before we leave. When our car, we lock it in the parking lot. Even outside our house, we lock it to make sure that nobody can get into the car. We do so many things to protect things that are important to us, that are valuable. What about iman? What are we doing to protect it, to guard it? Because iman will be attacked. And this conversation that's mentioned over here, it's not something strange. I mean, it happens today a lot where people will come up to you and ask you, do you really believe in God? Seriously? Do you really believe in Prophet Muhammad wasallam? Do you really believe in resurrection? Do you really believe that your Prophet went in the skies on Mi'raj? Right? And then they're asking, they're actually mocking at you. بَلْ عَجِبْتَ وَيَسْخَرُونَ Right? You are amazed 
by Allah's names and attributes. And here are people who are mocking at you for your faith. You're amazed by Jannah and its description. You're amazed by Islam. And there are people who will mock at you. So don't get affected by that mockery. Don't get affected by these questions. Hold on to faith. Do something to protect it, to preserve it. And it can only happen by the blessing of who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah gives us a target over here. لِمِثْلِ هَذَا فَلْيَعْمَلِ الْعَامِلُونَ For the likes of this, let the workers on earth work. This is the goal. Then Allah asks us, أَذَلِكَ خَيْرٌ A is ذَلِكَ خَيْرٌ That better. What is Jannah? With its ka's and its beautiful ladha drink. Is that better? Nuzulan as hospitality, as accommodation. And nuzul is that which is prepared for a guest. Is that better as hospitality? Am or shajaratu zakum, the tree of zakum. What would you like? Ask yourself. What kind of treatment do you want? What kind of food do you want? What kind of drink do you want? Is it the drinks of Jannah? Or is it shajaratu zakum? Zakama for the Arabs was that which was disgusting. Horrible. And zakum, the vilest, most bitter tree. The Prophet ﷺ, he once recited, اِتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ Fear Allah, O believers, as Allah should be feared, and do not die unless you're in a state of Islam. Meaning, hold on to Islam until your last breath. And then he said, if one drop of a zakum were to land on this world, the people of earth and all their means of sustenance would be destroyed. In another hadith in Muslim Ahmad, we learn, if one drop of zakum were to fall on earth, it would make the lives of the inhabitants of the earth bitter. So what do you think of the one for whom there is no food except for zakum? In Surah Ghashiyah, Ayah 6 and 7, Allah says, لَيْسَ لَهُمْ طَعَامٌ إِلَّا مِنْ ضَرِيرٌ لَا يُسْمِنُ وَلَا يُغْنِي مِنْ جُورٌ They will have no food except darir. And here zakum. إِنَّا Indeed we جَعَلْنَاهَا We have made it fitnatan A torment or a trial لِلظَّالِمِينَ For the wrongdoers. A torment meaning in hell. And Fitna also means a trial. A trial in this world. Because when these verses were revealed, we learned Abu Jahl, he said to his slave girl in mockery, Tazakimina. He said to her, Tazakimina. Meaning, give us zakum. These verses are describing the punishment in hell, the tree of zakum, and what did Abu Jahl say to his servant? Bring us zakum. Tazakimina. Here Muhammad wasallam is warning us about zakum. it's really horrible. Let me show you what zakum actually is. He's mocking. And he told his servant, bring some dates and butter. This is our zakum. Allah says, إِنَّا جَعَلْنَاهَا فِتْنَةً لِلظَّالِمِينَ We have indeed made it a trial for the wrongdoers. Meaning because of this, they go further in their zulm. And in the hereafter, in hell, it will be a fitna, meaning a torment for them. Because, إِنَّهَا شَجَرَةٌ Indeed, it is a tree. Zakum is a tree. تَخْرُجُ 
it comes out, meaning it issues forth. فِي إِنْ أَصْلِ الْجَحِيمِ The bottom of hellfire. It grows from where? The bottom of hellfire, the base of hellfire. Asl is the foundation, the base of something. So it grows in hellfire. And some people, they mocked at the Prophet ﷺ, they said, how can a tree grow in fire when fire consumes trees? Allah says, إِنَّا جَعَلْنَاهَا فِتْنَةً لِلظَّالِمِينَ إِنَّهَا شَجَرَةٌ تَخْرُجُ فِي أَصْلِ الْجَحِيمِ And what this ayah means is, that since it grows in hell, it's nourished by hell. It's the produce of hell. That's what zakum is. طَلْعُهَا It's emerging fruit from the word طَلَعَ طَلَعَ is to rise. And Talr is the first of what emerges of a fruit. Meaning on a tree, on a plant, when fruit is growing, the first bud okay, that comes out, that is known as talr, the initial part. Okay. So talruha, it's emerging fruit, ka'annahu, as if it is ru'usu shayateen, the heads of the devils. They will look like heads of shayateen. Ru'us is a plural of ra's, and shayateen, plural of shaytan. So the fruit, the emerging fruit of zakum is compared to, compared to a devil's head. Now we learn that devils, they have horns. They have horns. In hadith we learn about the two horns of shaitan. So its emerging fruit will be vicious, ugly, and thorny. And if it's thorny, right when it grows, what do you expect of it when it's ripe? How worse is it going to be? And also, remember that whenever the beauty of something is mentioned, angels are given as an example. Right? And when the ugliness of something is mentioned, then the devil is mentioned as an example. So, What does it mean? Extremely vile, ugly, horrible, disgusting, vicious, Scary, thorny, فَإِنَّهُمْ So indeed they, لَآكِلُونَ مِنْهَا Surely ones who will eat from it. Akilun plural of akil, one who does akala, meaning one who eats. Meaning the people of hell, despite the vileness of this tree and its fruit, they will still eat it. Why? Because it is fitna for them, a punishment for them. The punishment will be to eat of zakum. And also out of the severity of their hunger. And what will they do? فَمَالِئُونَ So they will fill up. مَالِئُونَ plural of مَالِئُونَ Meaning the fill, the maximum fill of something. So مَالِئُونَ Ones who will fill to the maximum مِنْهَا from it, Meaning from the zakum. What will they fill? الْبُطُونَ The stomachs. Plural of بَطَن They will fill their bellies to the max with zakum. ثُمَّ then إِنَّ لَهُمْ Indeed for them عَلَيْهَا On top of it On top of the zakum that they've eaten What will they have? لَشَوْبًا Surely a brew مِنْ حَمِيمٍ Of hot water Scalding water شَوْب شِينْ وَالْبَى It is to mix something okay? To mix something To blend something edible into another why? Because it cannot be eaten by itself. Like for example, when it comes to spices, we don't just eat spices like that. We put them 
in food, in stew, in stock, whatever it is, we mix it. Honey is also called shawb because it is mixed with another liquid. Alright? So, shawbam min hameem, tea leaves. Right? They have to be mixed with hot water. And then you have a brew. Right? So, lashawbam min hameem, meaning scalding water on top of the zakum in order to brew what is in their stomachs of zakum to further intensify its poison and its horrible effect. In Surah Waqi'ah, Ayah 52, it is said, لَآكِلُونَ مِنْ شَجَرٍ مِنْ زَقُّومٍ فَمَالِئُونَ مِنْهَا الْبُطُونَ فَشَارِبُونَ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ الْحَمِيمِ فَشَارِبُونَ الشُرْبَ الْهِيمِ They will drink like thirsty camels. ثُمَّ then, إِنَّ مَرْجِعَهُمْ Indeed, they return, لَإِلَى الْجَحِيمِ Surely to the hell. Meaning then, back to the fire after this meal. Another punishment. Another form of punishment. Now these verses, as harsh as they may sound, these verses are a blessing. Because they really show us the reality of hell. When these descriptions are given, they are to make us realize that hell is real, just as Jannah is real. It is real. Don't think of it as, maybe, perhaps, no, it is certain. Do something to save yourself and do something to save those you love also. What's the crime of these people? Allah says, إِنَّهُمْ indeed they أَلْفَوْ They found أَبَاءَهُمْ Their forefathers ضَالِّينَ Astray. The word أَلْفَوْ لَمْ فَوَاءَ is to find something by chance. Meaning you're not really looking for it, but it just comes your way. You find it. So they found their fathers astray. When they were born, their forefathers were misguided. So what do these people do? For whom so they? atarihim On their footsteps. Whose footsteps? The footsteps of their forefathers. Yuhra'oon. They were hastened. Yuhra'oon. Ha-ra'in. Ihra' means isra'. To rush. So Yuhra'oon, they were rushed. Meaning they rushed along. They hastened. Meaning they quickly blindly followed their forefathers, their footsteps. And notice the word yuhra'oon. They were made to rush. It is as if they weren't using their own reason, their own mind, and what were they doing? Just blindly following without question. So, what's the crime of these people? They found their fathers following misguidance, and they followed them with no evidence. They took their forefathers as their role models. And without thinking, they followed them. In Surah Yasin Ayah 6, Allah says, لِتُنذِرَ قَوْمًا مَا أُنذِرَ آبَاؤُهُمْ فَهُمْ غَافِلُونَ The Qur'an has been sent to wake up such people. Just because you were born in misguidance doesn't mean that you continue that way. Use your mind, use your reason. وَلَقَدْ and certainly, ضَلَّ قَبْلَهُمْ ضَلَّ He went astray. قَبْلَهُمْ Before them. أَكْثَرُ الْأَوَّلِينَ Majority of the former peoples. Meaning majority of the past communities went astray. And when they were astray themselves, they also led astray the later generations. وَلَقَدْ And certainly, أَرْسَلْنَا فِيهِمْ It wasn't that these people were deprived of guidance. No, Allah says, certainly we sent amongst them مُنْذِرِينَ warners. We sent prophet after prophet. فَانْظُرْ So look, كَيْفَ How كَانَ It was عَاقِبَةُ الْمُنْذَرِينَ The end of those people who were warned. Yes, 
they were astray. But Allah did not deprive them of guidance. Allah sent warners. Did they believe in the warners? No. They denied the warners. And they didn't just deny, they mocked at them. So look what was the end of such people. So what the emphasis over here is that these people were punished only after warning had been given to them. إِلَّا except عِبَادَ اللَّهِ الْمُخْلَصِينَ The servants of Allah who are the chosen ones. Chosen, selected by Allah. Why? Because they purified themselves. They are saved from punishment because they were sincere in their worship to Allah. And because Allah made them sincerely devoted to such worship. Because they themselves wanted hidayah. Who does Allah guide? The one who wants hidayah. إِلَّا عِبَادَ اللَّهِ الْمُخْلَصِينَ May Allah make us amongst the mukhlasin also. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. وَعِنْدَهُمْ قَاصِرَاتُ الطَّرْفِعِينَ كَأَنَّهُمَّ بَيْضٌ مَكْنُونَ فَأَقْبَلَ بَعْضُهُمْ عَلَى بَعْضٍ يَتَسَاءَلُونَ قَالَ قَائِلٌ مِّنْهُمْ إِنِّي كَانَ لِي قَرِينٌ يَقُولُ أَإِنَّكَ لَمِنَ الْمُصَدِّقِينَ أَإِذَا مِتْنَا وَكُنَّا تُرَابًا وَعِظَامًا أَإِنَّا لَمَدِينُونَ قَالَ هَلْ أَنْتُمْ مُطَّلِعُونَ فَاطَّلَعَ فَرَآهُ فِي سَوَاءِ الْجَحِيمِ قَالَتَ اللَّهِ إِنْ موتنبین ثُمَّ 
فهم على آثارهم يهرعون ولقد ضل قبلهم أكثر الأولين ولقد أرسلنا فيهم منذرين فانظر كيف كان عاقبة المنذرين إلا عباد الله المخلصين Do you see any theme being repeated again and again in different ways? What theme? إِلَّا عِبَادَ اللَّهِ الْمُخْلَصِينَ Who are the Mukhlasin? Those who are saved, right? Chosen, saved, selected. Because they did not get influenced by their forefathers, by their culture, by their friends, by people who questioned their faith, by those who pressurized them, those who bullied them. They held on firmly to Allah, despite all those who were against them. And such are those who survive the fitna of this world. Mukhlasin are the survivors. They are the mukhlasin. Because there's too many things calling us away from Allah. Earlier in the surah we learned about whom wa azwajahum, right? And then also ta'tunana anil yameen, the leaders. And then the friend questioning him, do you really believe? So these are all people and things that are calling us away from Allah. Who are mukhlasin? The survivors, because they hold on to the rope of Allah. They're the ones who will make it to Jannah. And this is the goal that Allah has set for us. And if a person does not survive, then the end is horrible. As we learn in the ayat that describe the zakum. With this inshallah we'll conclude. Subhanakallahum bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.